Hello, welcome to the Tri-City Voice podcast. And while I'm not narrating to you through a face mask, I'm not sure this weekly honed schedule can last. We've got a new episode, by the skit of my teeth and a bunch of favors now owed. A few kind friends called in, and it showed that the world isn't going to implode until later. So wait here. We have a bit of history, and people like those. A choir performed. We'll see how that goes. I talked with our reporters. Some stories they wrote. But before we hear that, I got on a boat. Actually, I'm on a bike. But boat rhymed. I still want to get out and report on the cities we cover. Today I picked Fremont. So I'm going to bike around and tell you what I see. I'm quick and I'm going to stay away from people. I'm behind the old uh, factory. Here, I'll, I'll look it up and tell you the name in the edit. The old United States Gypsum Company site on Shin Street. And a security officer was talking to some homeless people who have their car parked at the end of the private drive, private security. I don't know if they were just chit-chatting on a day-to-day or if they were asking them to leave. I can't tell from here. I'm on the other side of the tracks. It's not very good reporting, I guess. I'm at the corner of Paseo Padre and Stevenson Boulevard. And this Montessori seems to be open. Can you help? Uh, yes, is this Little Tree Montessori? Yeah. Are you guys open today? Yeah, we are open. Okay. Okay, people are still waiting for the bus, which means people are still taking the bus. Ooh, that UPS guy is not good at U-turning. I'm on a street near a trail, and there's someone riding a horse. And because it's 2020, they're checking their phone. The Tule Pond at Tyson Lagoon is closed, but... It's always closed. It's really only open for school visits. There are a bunch of ducks in the parking lot and they just don't care. It's wonderful. Hey neighbor. Hi. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. If uh, if I stand six feet back, do you want to talk? Sure. What have you guys been doing? Um, well, we are still, the adults are still working, working remotely. Both, um, both of you are still working? Yeah, I am going to the office twice a week. Uh, the kids are staying home, doing work online. I was They are... Playing half of the day, Daddy. bored, Daddy. quarter of the day, and working. Yes, you can ride your bike. Yes. Working on their schoolwork the rest of the time. And learn so how trying to, to figure out what works. It's a it's a very interesting situation right now. Yeah. What uh, what was the last thing you watched? The last thing I watched. Yep. 
open-ended question. Last thing I watched, I watched the video chatting with your friends. Does that count? <laughs> you know it doesn't. <laughs> the last thing I watched, I watch. I am watching this show called Snowfall. Wait, Snowfall? Snowfall. It's about uh, the 80s South Central LA and how the crack cocaine business came about. It's very interesting. Really uplifting stuff. All right, I'll leave you to it. Have fun, guys. I spoke with two of our reporters. Stephanie drove around to businesses that are giving out free school lunches. She was taking pictures for the paper and recorded herself in between for the podcast. Her pictures are in the paper today. So I'm on my way to try to get some photos of school kids getting free grab-and-go lunches. And the first place I'm going to go to because it's the closest is something called Tico Tea and Coffee Bar. And I'll see if anyone is stopping by there. And it looks like they didn't have a lot of traffic because they just signed up. But the people who were running the grab-and-go lunch said that places like Suzu's Coffee would probably have a lot more traffic. Anyway, I did get a photo, so I'm going to go and look at a few more places. No, you can get it here. So I just got out of Suju's Coffee on Thornton and there were a lot more people there luckily. Yee! And I got some good photos and I surreptitiously took some recordings. I'm not sure if I can use those or not though or even if they came out well. And I wish I had gotten a recording of this, but this guy was just wandering in. He was like, what is this? Like, I think he wanted a lunch, but um, it's really only for the school kids. So he just went up and got his coffee. I'm going to try to hit one more place. And this is Curry Pizza House near the Fremont Hub. So that one took a bit longer because they actually had to make the pizzas. But hey, the kids got fresh, yummy pizzas, which is great. If there were two kids in one family, they'd still only give one pizza though, because they have a limit of 100 per day, but eh, I feel like the kids are still getting like a lot better food at this place, so I kind of see why they want to be able to serve as many different families as possible. So that was my adventure. I'm going to head back to the office now, because I've got more work to do this afternoon. I wonder if anything is on the radio. Okay. All right, fine, whatever. Zoe talked to me about a story she covered for the print edition of the Tri-City Voice. I think we're okay. Start again. Okay. Uh, my name is Zoe Sadeker, and I work as a content editor at Tri-City Voice. What story are you working on? Um, currently, I'm, a, I'm working on a story on room redux. 
um room redux is a non-profit organization um that focuses on transforming uh, the rooms of children who have faced um sexual or physical abuse um they have chapters around the united states and now they are starting um their fremont chapters why is it important to redo the room it doesn't occur to us that um the abuse um happens in a child's room or bed and um that can make the room itself pretty unsafe for the child to go back and live there daily so psychologically. psychologically mentally i think physically sometimes children i that's what um tracy who is the um, executive officer um of the california chapter told me that uh sometimes children don't sleep there for a really long time they don't feel safe in their own rooms and that is the reason um room redux um um aims at redecorating or transforming the rooms right now they are not redoing any rooms because they just they just don't go into people's houses and start redecorating the rooms it's there is a long process that they have to follow her article covers that process and has a lot of information about room redux You can read her story in the print edition of the newspaper. It's out today. Uh, I think we're okay. Okay. And your uh, your article will have uh, a way to contact people. Yes, my article will have all the contact information, phone numbers, email addresses, um website address. Streaming on the internet from Fremont, the East Bay People's Choir and Mission Peak Chamber Singers gave a free concert via the Zoom video conference app. The choir director and the other singers were in their separate homes. About 80 people logged in live on the app to enjoy some well-known tunes. How great! Even though we're all kind of isolated because of the the COVID, and we're all still here together to hear some music and hopefully sing along on your end. Most of the pieces everybody's probably heard at some point in their lives. Feel free to you know bop your head. Pull up the lyrics that you want if you want on your um, on your uh, your cameras. So I guess we'll we'll just maybe give a couple of minutes for folks to join, and then we'll get started. Right. So I want you just to be able to hear Sid, and um, and sing along. Everybody, if you don't know that 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 speaking, that's Ofer. Um, Ofer is the um, the director of the Mission Peak Chamber Singers, which is the like. Companion choir to the East Bay People's Choir, which is the choir that I direct, which is why um, the inspiration for having this sing along. Normally, this is our our rehearsal time, 7 p.m. on Tuesdays, but because of our um, shelter in place. Okay. One last right. request is that if you're not from the choir, or even you know what, if you're not from our area, just leave your location in the comments in the chat, just so we know how you know people from out of our area are joining us. From um, you know other states maybe so just let us know it's just interesting and fun. Let's get started. All right. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for being here once again. This is a um, sing along brought to you by the Mission Peak Chamber Singers and the East Bay People's Choir. My name is Sid Kin Saat, um, and I will be singing for you tonight, helping lead some songs. Sing along if you want. a little song i wrote you might want to sing in note for no don't worry i'll be happy
but you know sometimes you just gotta make some music snap your fingers just hear some of the songs and just have a good time that's why we're here and i'm glad you all are as well so let's keep going this next one's by beyonce to find out more visit chambersingers.org slash people's choir here's a quick one technically it's from africa because that's where the voicemail came from but the person speaking lives in fremont i will interview him for a later episode he called our new hotline and left a message about the language he is trying to preserve oh have i not mentioned that we have a new hotline if you have a story to tell or want to recall some local history or simply ask a question about your city that I can research, call 510-556-4046. Seriously, anything you want to tell me, I'll hear it. Again, 510-556-4046. Okay, back to the very kind message. We will meet this man in full later, but he speaks, teaches, and advocates for the Gausa language. I pronounced that incorrectly, of course. Check out this smooth editing. It's the Gwosa language. Here's his message. In the Gwosa language, Ikbikbi Corona, meaning coronavirus. I repeat, Ikbikbi is virus. So when you say Ikbikbi Corona, meaning coronavirus. Here's another story from the hotline, 510 4046. This one has some Fremont history from Kelsey Camello, the president of the Washington Township Museum of Local History. Hey, Andrew, it's Kelsey. I'm struggling to think of something exciting for your podcast, but I went into our online archive and I searched influenza because that seems appropriate right now. I found something small, uh, but I'm going to read it. It's from the Township Register. October 18, 1928. Washington Union High School is closed because of influenza. Washington Union High School was closed Wednesday on account of the large number of students absent because of the epidemic of influenza widespread throughout this part of the county. Although parents should observe extreme care in protecting themselves and children from this contagion as much as possible, there is no cause for great alarm, according to reports from local doctors and the health nurse, Ms. Lena Shinnick. Here's a quote. Children should be kept away from all places where crowds are congregated, especially from meetings held indoors. Any person suffering from a cold who has a temperature should be kept in bed three days, thus eliminating the danger of spreading the cold or influenza, and also as a precaution against complications setting in with the patient himself. Accor according to this article, there were many people in danger, but no one was dying. I guess that's not the case right now. Hopefully, everybody's staying safe and staying well and socially distancing themselves. Thanks, Andrew. Hopefully, next time I'll have something a little more interesting to share with you. Bye. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter and get this show a little bit earlier than everyone else, you can find me at Andrew Cavett, A-N-D-R-E-W-C-A-V. E -T -T -E. The Tri-City Voice podcast is now available on iTunes, Radio Public, and Spotify. The Tri-City Voice newspaper is produced by What's Happening Tri-City Voice. The editor-in-chief is William Marshak. The director of operations is Sharon Marshak. The newspaper is put together and distributed by a bunch of awesome people whose names are worth reading in the opinion page of each issue. This supplemental podcast is produced by Andrew Cavett. 
Studio space provided by Audrey Lover of Cat. If you enjoyed this episode, the best thing you can do for us is tell other people. Goodbye until next Tuesday, when we do this all again.